Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Tesla could cut battery costs by $12,000. LEDs are starting to show up everywhere on cars and diesels easily beat out lightweighting and downsizing. Now let's get to the news. Several years ago, the U.S. Department of Energy set a goal for EV battery makers to hit a cost of $125 per kilowatt hour. No one is anywhere close to that goal. Some estimate that Tesla is around $240 and MIT estimates that most EV batteries cost over $400 per kilowatt hour. But in an interview I did this past weekend with Elon Musk, he reiterated his production that his Gigafactory will drive down costs to $100 per kilowatt hour. That would put the cost of Tesla's biggest 85 kilowatt hour battery pack at around $8,500. That's still pretty pricey, but it would be $12,000 cheaper than what they cost right now. I'm on the jury for the North American Car and Truck of the Year awards, and this week, most of the jury is testing the vehicles that made the shortlist. We all meet in Hell, Michigan. I'm not making it up. We all love to tell everyone we're going to hell. Yesterday, I spent my time driving pickup trucks on a 12.2 mile course that includes a good variety of driving situations. And the fuel economy numbers that I generated are very interesting. First up, was a Ford F-150 4x4 Super Crew with a 3.5-liter V6 EcoBoost engine. It delivered 17.3 miles per gallon on my test route. Then I got in a GMC Canyon Crew Cab All-Terrain with a 3.6-liter V6 and got 18.9. But next up was a Ford F-150 with that new 2.7-liter V6 EcoBoost, which also got 18.9. So then I got in a Chevy Colorado 4x4 with a 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine. That got 22.1. And that prompted me to try out a Ram 1500 4x4 diesel that beat them all. It got 24.5 miles per gallon. That's 11% better than the four-cylinder Chevy. So in this war of boosting fuel economy for pickup trucks, sure looks like diesels handily beat out lightweighting or downsizing. Ford and Next Energy are challenging suppliers to create advanced LEDs. They're looking for lightweight LEDs, LEDs that can be integrated into car structures, and recyclable LEDs too. And you can win money doing this. Prizes from the Michigan Economic Development Corporation and Next Energy can be as much as $40,000. Speaking of LEDs, German supplier Kiekert has created a door latch with an LED integrated into it. The idea is to replace the warning light located on the side door paneling. Now, this may not sound like much of a big deal, but it's packaged more efficiently, reduces weight, and reduces assembly time. Plus, the LED uses less energy than a conventional light, and customers can choose from different colors. We've seen plenty of autonomous driving videos, but those vehicles always look like they're driving at a snail's pace. Well, not this one. Audi just tested an autonomous RS7 at a racetrack in Germany that hit speeds of 190 miles an hour. 
The vehicle was only given a map of the track with left and right boundaries, but it had to determine the proper line for itself. Audi believes the first piloted driving systems could come to the market in just a few years if authorities allow the self-driving features. Coming up next, we'll share how the new 2015 F-150 is better than the competition and where it lags behind. There's so much to love about Bridgestone's Dueler tires. The amazing traction, the quiet, comfortable ride, and they're really tough. It's like loving three tires in one. The 2015 Ford F-150 is a full-size pickup that competes against other trucks like the Chevy Silverado, Ram 1500, and Toyota Tundra. The first example I drove was a XLT 4x2 Super Crew that was priced a little over $42,000, including destination charges. My second ride was in a Lariat 4x4 Super Crew with a price tag of over $51,500. Both trucks were powered by the all-new 2.7-liter V6 EcoBoost engine, mated to a six-speed automatic transmission. No EPA ratings have been released for the new F-150 yet, but I'll share my observed fuel economy in just a moment. You know, for nearly a year now, we have been reporting on the new aluminum intents of 2015 F-150, and during that time, I've wondered, as I'm sure many of you have, what it's like driving the new and lighter truck. We've heard from Ford executives and engineers how much of a difference the aluminum body makes, and I finally got my chance to put those claims to the test. It was difficult to discern any difference during acceleration, but the handling and braking is where this truck really shines. In fact, I think it's better than any of its competitors in those areas. In turns, it felt nice and planted, thanks in part to the reduced weight, but also to some new suspension tricks, like moving the rear shocks outside of the frame rails and mounting them in opposite direction. The brake response was impressive, slowing or coming to a stop quicker than I would have expected. But let's move along to what moves this truck along down the road. The 3.5 liter V6 EcoBoost and 5 liter V8 engines that are currently available carry over to the new model. There's also a 3.5 liter V6 non-turbo engine, but the real highlight is the brand new 2.7 liter V6 EcoBoost option. And if you're wondering what that truck drives like with this engine, let me tell you, it's pretty amazing. I was thoroughly impressed. It's very smooth and with 325 horsepower and 375 pound-feet of torque, there's more than enough power on hand to pass slow moving traffic. While at these vehicle events, I always try to drive like I would in the real world, like getting up to speed in pretty economical manner and only accelerating hard when needed. That netted me an average fuel economy of 22.7 miles per gallon with little stop and go driving with the XLT 4x2 Super Crew model. But my more heavy footed driving partner only returned around 15 to 16 miles per gallon. There's significant changes to the interior and content in the new truck as well. The dash layout has been reworked and I like it better than the current model. To me, it just seems more robust. A much larger sunroof lets in loads of natural light and a seamless sliding rear window that can be opened and closed with the touch of a button. New technology includes a 360 degree camera view to aid parking, as well as a new rear view camera feature that helps when hooking up a trailer, just to name a few. 
The rear tailgate now opens with the touch of a button on the key fob, and the step assist is now housed inside of the tailgate rather than being mounted on top. Overall, it's a really good truck, and I think it only really lacks behind GM's full-size trucks in refinement because the new motor and body mounts in those trucks really do make a big difference. But I can't wait to see how the actual customers respond. Hey, thanks for that report, Sean. And check out the seat time section of our website because we got a ton more information about that all-new F-150 that was not in the video you just saw. And don't forget that Matt Haggart, the chief engineer of the all-new Acura TLX, will be here with one of his cars in the studio for AutoLine After Hours. They've done some pretty interesting things with this car, and here's your chance to get a first-hand view. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.